Hello, everyone, and welcome again. Pastor Deborah here, and we are in another wonderful word of encouragement, spiritual teaching video for you. We are beginning number four of the year 2023. When I'm recording this, it is August, late August, but I'm trying to work ahead for you because I believe you deserve and need at least a weekly word of encouragement. There's lots of other people out there doing wonderful work, bringing you words of hope and healing, deliverance, love, and encouragement. So you listen to all of them if you feel spiritually inclined. Many of them are just hope of encouragement for your soul or your physical body. And yes, those two parts of us, of our system of spirit, soul, and physical body are important. When one part of our system, the three that are one, the one that who it's three has issues, maybe in our physical body, it will affect our mental health. When our mental health has issues, it's not balanced, has a lot of bad issues in it. Feelings of hopelessness, depression, suicide, rejection, abandonment. It's all broken up into pieces. Has post-traumatic stress, memories it cannot forget. It affects our body. And because our spirit, our forever person, is still married to, one with, intimate with, covered up with the veil of the soul until we get a new birth in Christ Jesus and a Hebrews 4.12, a spiritual circumcision of the spirit from its soul. The lust of the soul's flesh and eyes and body, all of its issues, all of its adverse childhood experiences affect you, the spirit, to some extent. But your spirit, that unseen part of you, that hidden part that lives on after your earthly death, it has its own issues in its realm of the spirit. So you listen, you take heed to words of encouragement for all three parts of you. They're all important. For you are a physical body, or rather, that's your clothes. You have a soul that's the mind and connected to your physical body. They're one. What the soul wants and desires, it's going to use the physical body to get. But the physical body desires pleasure, not pain. Safety, not terror. It will use all of its abilities of its soul. And if it has to split into multiple personalities, it will do that. If it has to bow before a taskmaster and serve and do things, maybe vote for particular parties or give way to what the culture, traditions, or religion says you must give way to, to survive, our soul will do that. It wants to live. And there is that other area. Us, the forever person, the spirit part of us, that it too lives in a world, a realm, that it must do spiritual things to survive. So here in this word of encouragement, number four 
of 2023. We first want to give a big thank you to Zoom Pro, who I'm recording through. Thank you, Zoom Pro. And to Pixabay, where I get these wonderful free motion videos. They're beautiful, wonderful creators. It's a ministry that God allows me to use. And we want to thank YouTube for putting this up, helping me to learn how to create because YouTube is being used by God. And so is Twitter, even though it's got a lot of issues. And so is LinkedIn and other social medias. Mm -hmm. God is working, if he can, through people, through technology. And he's working in dreams. He's working in the spirit realm, through circumstances, nature, history, science fiction, fairy tales, movies, songs, poems, artwork. He's working wherever he can to reach you, the forever person. So in this word of encouragement, number four, it is entitled, Where Does Your Help Come From? Now, remember, this is the help that your forever person needs. Because Pastor Deborah, that's me, I'm a spiritual teacher for your spirit, that hidden part of you. Yeah, I call it the forever person because it lives on after death. And we hear about that from people who've had near-death experiences or something traumatic happens and they call it an out-of-body experience in the mental health world it's called disassociation that you disassociate you separate from your feelings or experiences and you compartmentalize we've heard that a lot and you put certain memories deeds acts thoughts in a certain compartment close the door we hear that from politicians they live one life in front of the cameras one life with their families and another life Behind closed doors. Then I had to learn that there's a world of the spirit. That is so hidden and so secret. From most of us. And I had to venture out into it. To discover. Even if your physical body is one place. Your spirit can be somewhere else. It can even go into other human beings. Into nature. Into animals. Yeah come to you in your dreams because it's a spirit working in the realm of the spirit coming to your spirit I had to learn all of that I didn't know anything about that when I was in mental health counseling that was not taught in all the classes I took it wasn't taught on the state exam or the national credentialing exam Mm -mm. but it is there And I learned when I began reading the Bible and it opened up to me, the spiritual realm was to come flooding to me because now I was looking with spiritual eyes, a spiritual mind. And I was hearing the word spiritually. I wasn't looking at the Bible as just religion, tradition, culture, or just history. Or archaeology. I was looking at it as words of spirit and life from a God 
who I learned is a spirit. That was told to me by his son, Christ Jesus, to a woman at a well in Samaria, that God was a spirit. And he was looking for us, our spirits, to worship him in spirit and in truth. Both the Samaritans and the Jews at that time believed the only place you could find God, worship God, connect with God, was in physical places. The Samaritans would go on a high mountain. The Jews would go into the temples. And he said, that ain't what it's about. It's about your spirit connecting with him spiritually, this God you are worshiping. But you have to have truth about him. He doesn't want you to worship him in ignorance or think he's half an animal or or all animal. He wants you to know who he really is. That was what I learned from the Christ Jesus speaking to the lady at the woman of the well. So my life changed when I started looking through spiritual eyes and lenses, hearing with spiritual ears, and understanding with my spirit his words. I saw that they were words of spirit. They were food and nourishment for my spirit. They were words of life, light, truth, wisdom for my spirit. Then I learned my spirit was to transfer and help my soul, that old icky part of me, that needed to die also and be transformed into the proper helpmate. It was to always be to the spirit inside this dirt body. The soul needed a lot of help. So we need good mental health. We need good physical health. And we need good spiritual health. So here, in this word of encouragement, entitled, Where Does Your Help Come From? I'm going to be asking you a question. So you can begin to ponder what the answer might be for yourself. This is going to take us to Psalms 121, verses 1 through 2. But before we get started, Pastor Deborah, that's me, we always pray before we begin the teaching. So let's do that. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank all that you have brought here today in the garden to hear this teaching spiritually. Or if they're in their dreams, to hear it spiritually. Father, you are about us spiritual work, spiritual ministry, helping people to become free, delivered, born again, then to grow up spiritually. So, Father, we need your help through your Holy Spirit, our spiritual teacher. We need the help of your words of spirit and life, your son, Christ Jesus. And we need you, Father, to be with us and guide us and lead us holding our hand, so to speak, as we walk this walk with you. We learn about you, and we learn about ourselves from the Bible that you had written long ago. Father, help us to overcome religion, traditions and culture, unbelief, and to believe 
and then to obey. Father, help us here in this video of words of encouragement through your Holy Spirit, the governor of the kingdom of heaven, our comforter and teacher, who you sent to help us, to help transform us into the culture of the kingdom of heaven, to be proper citizens of that nation, that kingdom, to learn and teach us how to be your children spiritually of the God, the most high. Help us to grow up to be kings, rulers, and leaders here on whatever planet or earth you have us on, that we may rule and reign from our spirit with the help of the Holy Spirit through our souls and out through our physical bodies. Your kingdom, the kingdom of God on earth, both inside of our three-part system and out to the planet, the nature, the animals, the resources, and to other people. And to stand up as a mighty king, a warrior, against our spiritual enemies. To push them back. And to free the nations, the people, of their captivity and slavery. To ignorance. To sin of any kind. And to its enslavement of death. To the fear of death. Thank you, Father, for helping us. Because only you can do that. In the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. Okay, we're going to begin with Psalms 121. 1 through 2. Psalms was written by King David. Psalms was written by King David. The second king of ancient Israel. The first king was King Saul. He lost his crown his anointing, his blessings, and support by the God of Israel because he disobeyed two or three times and God took that away and he replaced him with David who was a young shepherd out in the fields watching over his father's flocks who had a relationship with God, could hear him in the night sky, could see him when he looked up to the stars, could see his beauty in the sheep, Became a warrior in his protection of his father's sheep. God chose him. Because his heart was after God's heart. Mm -hmm. So King David took over. When King Saul and his son Jonathan were killed. When the Philistines killed him. Mm -hmm. Great movie to watch is David. I think I have it on the this YouTube channel. Excellent. So here David is writing. Psalm means songs. He was a musician, a poet. He had a lyre, a musical instrument, and he would write. He loved music, dancing. He'd pray and petition God through song. And this Psalms was one of his. Verse 1. I, King David, will lift up my eyes, my spiritual eyes, unto the hills. From where comes my help? David knew that someplace beyond the earthly hills, high up on a mountain, because he knew the Old Testament. He had read Moses. He had read about Moses going up to the high mountain of God, hearing God's voice, getting the tablets of the 
Ten Commandments. He knew about Joshua going up to meet with the host of heaven. So he was always looking up into the high hills. High. Beyond the rainbow, so to speak. Maybe way on out there. Place where there was no trouble. What Dorothy was looking for in the Wizard of Oz. So David looked when he was a young shepherd. He would look to the hills with his spiritual eyes. Where he knew his spiritual help came from. Mm -hmm. Oh, he knew he had physical help. He ate good foods, had a family. But David was a deep thinker. He was reaching with his thoughts, his eyes, his spirit. To the hills where he knew his help would come from. Do you do that? Or do you look to government? Do you look to another physical person? Do you look to social media? Do you look to a job? Do you look to another person or maybe a dog? Or do you look to a certain college to get a certain degree? What do you look to? For your help. For your spiritual help. Are you even connected? Are you even aware. That you are a spirit. Are you even aware in your soul. That you have a spirit. Many people do. But they're not going to tell you. Many people are serving. Another Lord. Another God. The God of the kingdom of darkness. Because their ancestors. I knew this. I know this one particular world leader. His father was in a certain religion. Mm -hmm. And he is carrying out his dreams. Following in his footsteps. Trying to, in his way, secretively, under the radar, in his position that he is in. Or was in or will be in. To do what his father was trying to do. Trying to serve a God of a religion. But he didn't want anybody to know about it. We didn't talk about that. We all are trying to serve somebody. Something. We are are all looking. Somewhere for help. Some of us look to a constitution. Some of us look to prime ministers. Some of us look to the doctors, the healthcare system. Some of us look for sex, drugs, alcohol, sports, entertainment. Some of us are just looking to have help in our flesh, to have pleasure, entertainment. Some of us just are looking for ways, anything that will help our soul feel calm and peaceful. David knew where he was to look. And where his help would come from. His spiritual eyes looked unto the hills. To that which had created them. That which was beyond them. That which was afar off. Because it was at that time. Verse 2. My help. My spiritual help. Comes from the Lord. David said. Which made heaven and earth. 
When David looked at the stars at night, he said, man didn't make that. Only the Lord. The word Lord means owner. Mm -hmm. Now, David's God, the God of Israel, was owner by right of creation. You can be an owner by buying something, invading some nation, stealing it. But you're not the rightful owner. You're just a robber. But David went his nights out with the sheep. He wasn't even a part of his family. He stayed out 24-7 with the sheep so they could feel safe. They'd look up and there he would be. They could sleep at night. And if the lions or the bears would come, David in his sling with a rock would take care of business. He also had a shepherd's staff. In case one of the little ones fell in or, or over a cliff, he could reach them and get them back. The sheep were at peace. He would lead them to waters that were not flowing fast. Sheep can't swim. They have a lot of wool, so they would sink. So they had to have cool, low running. They had to have cool water. It was not very swift. And they needed green grass and clovers to eat. Mm-hmm. So David was singing to us in Psalms 121, verse 1 through 2, that his spiritual help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth. Can you say that about your God? Can you say that your help comes from the Lord who created the earth? Or are you worshiping another God? Or are you not worshiping at all? Are you believing that the animals are your God and you're to call to them, pray to them, sacrifice to them? What kind of help are you looking for? Healing from child abuse? Well, where do you go? Who's your help? What is your help? Where does the help come from? What needs healing? Does your physical body need healing? Well, are you going to a doctor? Because he's there for the physical body. If you eat good food, will that help your physical body? When your mental health has issues, do you go to a therapist? Do you go to support groups? Are you reading, studying how to have a good mental health? Some people are learning, i got to put my phone down, get off social media. Stay at home. Take walks. Be with my family. So where do you go for good mental health? If you even know what mental health means. What is good mental health? How is it formed and shaped in us? When does it start going bad? When we're an infant, a child? In our home, our family? Where does it start? What causes poor mental health? That we would need help. What about your forever person. Your spirit. Where does it go? Is it reaching out? Some people are. Through ancestors. Through energies. Through tarot card readings. Psychics. Palm reading. Mm -hmm. They're trying. 
to find a higher power to help them. They're seeking help. We all do it. We're all looking for help from many different sources. David just says he knows where his help came from. He'd look up in the hills when he was out and say, it comes from that guy that created those hills, that created the stars, the heavens, the sun, the Lord. Who was the Lord to the King David? The God of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Moses. The God of the Ten Commandments. The God that freed his people from ancient Egypt. See, David knew who the Lord was. It was he who made heaven and the earth. So the word of encouragement for you today is ask yourself, where does your help come from? Are you like King David or not? Some people don't even believe there's a God. And I just listened to somebody and he says, how can we believe there's a God when children are dying? Disasters are happening. War is going on. See, David knew that God was after the spirit because wars and famines and sickness and disease were part of this earthly spiritual world that Satan is a part of. Disease and sickness and death are in it. We see that in the animal kingdom. We see that among us humans and maybe on your planet too. Wars. You know where the first war came? The first killing? It came when they were outside of the garden. A young family named Adam and finally this woman who became Eve. The mother of all living and the only thing living was the flesh. She had a child named Cain, the firstborn. And a few years later came another one named Abel. And they both learned about sacrificing to this Lord that was over there, you know, in the garden that we're kicked out of because dad disobeyed and mom disobeyed. Can't get back in there. But maybe we can please him or get some blessings out here in this horrible place. Where we toil and work every day just to eat. There's lions and bears trying to kill us. So they learned about a sacrifice that was pleasing to God. You kill a young animal, maybe a goat, sheep, a bird, something you were raising. And you burned it on an altar. Well, Abel, the youngest son, did that. But Cain, the older one, he was a farmer. He would go out and gather some of his harvest from his fields and take it to the Lord and offer it. Mm-hmm. Well, God wasn't pleased with the grass, the earth. He was pleased with Abel's offering because that's what God had done to put clothes and to cover the sin. And it was also a prophetic symbol of what was to come later. With Christ Jesus on a cross. So Cain got jealous. Because he was not accepted. What he did was not approved by God. And God said hey I don't know why you're angry. If you just do right. Do what you've been taught. Everything will be fine. He was mad. 
So he lured his brother Abel out into the field, killed him probably with a rock, slew his own brother. There was the first murder. Blood, Abel's blood was spilt on the earth out of anger and revenge and jealousy and hate for not being accepted and bringing what he thought the work of his own hands to the Lord. And from that point on, the earth itself cursed us, humanity. Death was now in the earth. It had already been there. We see that in the dinosaurs, flesh eating flesh. Now it was man was there because Cain killed his brother Abel. So when Cain brought his offering of whatever, grasses, corn maybe, it was not acceptable. So ask yourself, what are you offering to God? And which God are you offering it to? Where does your help come from? Does it come from the Lord? The God who made heaven and earth? The God of King David? Or somewhere else? From who do you get help? Where is it coming from? He's, David said, I look to the high hills. I'm looking up. I'm not looking down here at anything on this earth. I'm looking to the creator of the heavens and the earth for my help. And that is your question on this word of encouragement. Where does your help spiritually come from? Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you have brought to us. These words of King David, who's still speaking to us, talking to us about you and us. Father, thank you. Please thank King David up there in heaven. Let him know that his words are still being used to teach. And help each one that's here in the garden, each human spirit, to ask themselves, where does their help come from? Where can they look and seek and find help for their spiritual needs and issues? And for their soul to ask them, where am I looking? Who is helping me? Is it the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth? Or am I looking elsewhere? And Father, if they discover that it's you, or they discover they would like it to be you, and you are not currently their help, and they're not looking to you, maybe they believe in you, but they've looked elsewhere, gone astray from you, looked at governments, Political parties, money, sex, drugs, entertainment, but not you. Help them come home. Help them to come back to the David's way of helping by looking at the high hills, up into the stars and the heaven to see you, the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. Father, bring them home. So that you may be their help. And if they don't know you at all, Father. And they are going and seeking help from other things. Spiritual or natural or or 
just whatever. Father, help their soul to see they need your help for the spirit. Help the spirit to reach out with whatever it can and say, I want you to be my help. You, the Lord of heaven and earth. Satan is not that, Father. We know that he's only the lower God of this world, this nasty, icky world we see here on earth. With all the wars and famine and jealousy, lies and corruption and stealing, human trafficking, death and sickness, that's the world of Satan. Because that's who he is. That's his heart. So, Father, help them, no matter what state they're in, to ask themselves where their spiritual help comes from and who they're depending on. Can they become like King David and look to the hills and look to the Lord that made heaven and earth? In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, I'll see you next week with another word of encouragement. Bye.